Hello, fellow teachers. Welcome to the EduWell Podcast, a show created for teachers, by teachers, with teachers. I'm Alex Bush. And I'm Chelsea Henderson. With over 30 years of combined teaching experience, we're here to help you find balance in your professional and personal lives. Join us as we dive into a well of information, exploring insights, strategies, and practical tips that you can apply both within and beyond your classroom walls. So whether you're new to teaching or a seasoned expert, this podcast is for you. Let's be well and do well together. Welcome back to EduWell. Today, we are going to offer six suggestions on how to own your morning routine so you can walk into your classroom feeling vibrant and energized, at least on some days. Being a teacher requires a ton of energy, and generating that energy can begin with the moment we wake up. So let's dive into the well. Let's do it. Alex, tell me, how do you wake up in the morning? Like, be honest, is it an alarm clock? And if it's your alarm clock, what does your alarm clock sound like? Okay, I'm going to come off a little annoying here. I don't use an alarm clock. What? I don't. I I wake up naturally. So I have, let's say, a backup. So I wake up naturally between 5 and 6, and I have an alarm on my phone for 7, 7.30 just in case. I don't know. I, I don't wake up. And that way, that gives me plenty of time still. And it's like a backup plan. I know that if I'm going to that level of sleep in, that I must, my body is really needing the sleep. So that's how I wake that's up. That's shocking. How that's you- surprising. You wake up <laughs> naturally on work days. Yeah, I do. I mean, what about that in that August anxiety okay, phase? Stop. Like, do you- <laughs> this is the other piece that's not good, though, is yes, I wake up at that time. But even when I'm on vacation, I am still waking up at those times. So let's say I do a stargazing night and, you know, we just had a meteor shower. I was up till three in the morning watching shooting stars in August, but I was still up at 6 a.m., bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Your circadian rhythm is killing it. It is. It is. Must get lots of melatonin being out in the sun. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's good. You, you must be a seasoned teacher if you can wake up to no alarm. <laughs> yeah, it's because I hate the sound of bells so much by being at school and living by the bell that I'm resistant to it. So my body's like, I'm not going to hear that alarm. I'm going to get up before it. So wait, how do you wake up in the morning? Exactly. Okay, let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about my wake-up situation, okay? First of all, the whole morning routine thing is amazing i i think i really uh, i changed my morning routine a few years ago and it has actually changed my life now when i think of the intrusive beep of the older alarm clocks i mean that's what i woke up to my whole life yeah the eh, eh, eh. so when it comes to waking up in the mornings i let that horrible buzzing begin my days for years of my life which honestly meant that my initial feeling upon waking up was actually irritation because the first words out of my mouth were shut up yeah, I, I told my alarm clock to shut up almost daily. And that cannot be a healthy way to start the day. No, it's not. <laughs> but you know what? I didn't even, I just didn't even think, I guess, maybe not even until I got, even years after I got a cell phone that, oh, I could actually change this to something that's soft and and has a melody to it. And I didn't even think of that until I was working with someone at one of my part-time jobs. And he told me that his whole life, his mother played Here Comes the Sun every morning to wake him up. And I thought that is a beautiful way to start the day. That is beautiful. And I'm just remembering when I was in high school and in university, because I didn't have a cell phone, I had what was called 
an alarm clock. Exactly. Okay. And, <laughs> and there's a few things about the alarm clock. Every morning it, it would go off and you would hear the radio announcers talking or the music, but yeah. they're choosing the, the words being used and the music being played. And the other piece of that is there was constantly a reminder of me not getting enough sleep if I was up too late with those big numbers on the alarm clock. So I used to have an alarm clock, just to be clear. But I'm at the point in my life now where I, yeah, wake up naturally. And good point that about- must be awesome. Those sounds that you hear, well, that is yeah. not a great way to start the They're all the triggers. Day. Yeah. <laughs> They're all like, triggers. They would make you jump. If you were just sitting there really relaxing oh, and yeah. someone came up behind you and blared, you know, one of those kind of more annoying alarm sounds, you, you would probably jump. So not a, a great way to wake up. We've heard of many people who take their alarm clock and throw it across the room. I mean, come on. It happens, okay? Yeah. So, And that's because it's really bothering them. So why wake up to that when we have all of these choices now? Okay, so another thing people do, aside from throwing the alarm clock, Chelsea, which is a bit dramatic, is they just press the snooze button, which brings us to our first topic of conversation, which is pressing snooze. Do you or don't you? Like, what's the deal? Snooze. Don't do it. All right? Now, look, I'm guilty of snooze. I'm guilty of snooze on weekends. I still wake up to my alarm on weekends because I want to get the day started. And yes, I wake up naturally often, but I always have a backup, always have a backup. But I've done a lot of research on snoozing and you know the feeling you get. You wake up, the alarm wakes you up and you feel okay. Like you could probably roll out of bed to begin the morning routine, but what's the harm in enjoying 10 more minutes, right? In your cozy bed before you take on that day. Then you hit snooze and those eyelids fall back into place and ah, you're in sweet sleep. But that sleep is actually never sweet, I find. The one that that 10 minutes before the alarm goes back again. It's always some kind of weird dream or you wake up extra groggy. Or dread. You're dreading because you know that exact sound is going to go off again. Yes. And yeah. you're just pretty much, you've got that in your subconscious well, during that 10 minutes of sleep or however long you hit snooze for. And that 10 minutes actually only feels like it was one second too. And this is because your body is actually trying to fall into another sleep cycle. But 10 minutes is actually not long enough to enter a state of restorative sleep, all right? I've done the research here, guys. Yeah. And hitting the snooze can cause your body to oversleep or undersleep and both make you feel groggier throughout the day. So please try to notice that if you're a snoozer, do you feel groggier throughout the day? And hey, maybe you don't. Maybe it totally works for you. I get that. Absolutely. This is kind of just my perspective, of course, right? So how do we stop hitting that snooze button? All right. So you can put your alarm on the other side of the room or in a different room. Uh, We don't like to keep our phones in our bedrooms, even though well, yeah. I do. Even I though do. I every know, night. Every night. I know I'm not supposed to. <laughs> uh, then you have to get up and actually physically turn it off. You can launch yourself out of bed. <laughs> Don't injure yourself, please. Set your alarm so snooze is not an option. That's a that's a good tip. And the other one is 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 really good. And I've tried this on several occasions. It's usually not about getting out of bed in the morning, but more so for exercise. And it's trying that Mel Robbins five-second rule where you do the five, four, three, two, one, and you kind of then just get out of bed. It, it counts you down. And I, I do recommend that. It does work for people. I've tried it a few times. It, it does work. I think it's a little mind trick and I like it a lot, but I've gotten so good at getting out of bed and not hitting snooze now that it's just automatic for me. So these, I can develop these habits 
good habits. For me, it's just quitting bad habits. That's a struggle. Yeah. Okay. And I can go in and out of good habits. It's about consistency yeah, really to see, to see the results. Yeah, true. So the second tip that's kind of connected to the first one is number two, which is to make sure that you hydrate. Right. So you got out of bed. You got out of now bed. Now you're going to drink your water. Right. And it's all about anticipation. So you can look forward to that really nice cold glass of water. So while you're sleeping, you're losing all those fluids and electrolytes and you're doing that kind of through the breathing and the sweating. And and it's really important that you get up and you replenish with water before you pour that coffee. And, oh, I love coffee. Mm-hmm. So keep drinking it and th- not the coffee, the water. And <laughs> <laughs> Think about the amount of talking that we do during the day. So we really need to stay hydrated. Have you ever tried teaching a lesson, Chelsea, when you know, you're know you parched and the words are not even forming correctly in your mouth? And you know if you're not being consistent with your water intake, you could also end up over drinking later on in the day. And as you know, everything for us is done by the bell. So develop a routine where you're drinking that water early. Yes. Yep. The other thing is you can get to feeling really sluggish and you can end up with a headache if you're not drinking enough water. We don't have the luxury of being able to go and sit down at a computer and take kind of an easier chunk of time where we don't have to interact with people. We are always on. So it can prevent headaches. So water improves energy almost instantly. It moves energy through your body. And so it kind of just, I think of the cells in your body and the cells are kind of getting nice and puffed up. Uh, that's how I think yeah, of okay, drinking I like water, that. the brain cells, that's our, our cells in our body. Clearly not a scientist. You know, no, not no. A scientist. But the, you know what? These tips are from high performers. I, I mentioned years ago when I was feeling not so great at anything in my life, I was overwhelmed and everything. And I was like, I got to make some changes here. So these morning tips do come from the research I've done, of course, with high performers and what we have tried and discussed together. Here's what I know for sure is when I don't do it, when I'm not drinking water, now it doesn't necessarily mean first thing in the morning, but just as throughout the day, if I am not drinking water, I can personally guarantee that my mouth will get dry. Mm-hmm. I will feel low. I do get kind of a stress headache is what it feels like. And I definitely am not able to show up in the best way when I'm not drinking right, because water. You're getting, you're like getting, I'm like you're exhausted. Getting, you're getting so, low energy. You know, we always say, oh, I just don't have time. But, you know, you can't afford not to. Being even slightly dehydrated actually makes us tired and grumpy because of depleted oxygen and nutrient levels. So sometimes we're unaware of this, which is a great reason to keep your water close and sip it throughout the day. Okay. It's so, so true. Yep. So when you wake up, have that water ready for yourself. Yeah. And again, something to look forward to, especially if you start throwing some lemons in there or some Mm. limes, it can be Mm -hmm. really extra yummy. Okay. I think you should do tip number three, which is time to be. Good rhyme. You must teach poetry. Okay. Time to be. In the morning, try, and I know this is not possible for everyone, depending on where you're at in your life, try to schedule in a little bit of time to just be. For example, For me, I sit in my dimly lit living room with a cup of coffee, so good, and enjoy (laughs) the peace because my life is sort of chaotic right now. And so I love that time in the morning for me to help me kickstart the day. I get up earlier than everyone in my family for this reason. For me, it's necessary. It is honestly my favorite time of day because my whole world is just at peace then. 
So I savor my coffee because uh, I haven't quit caffeine yet. And I actually don't even think I'm going to do I'm that. Not. This is just such a treat for me. Yeah, I like I'm never quitting. <laughs> and I think that I think of things I have to be grateful for, especially in those moments of peace. Uh, I sit in solitude and I take 30 minutes, actually, which is probably a long time in the morning for some people yeah. to read something inspirational or related to my goals. Well, you know, you say 30 minutes. For some, it's going to be three Exactly. For some, it's going to be two. But the big idea is carving out a chunk of time that is time to be. And it has to look like the way that you want it to look. When you, Whenever I hear the word goals, I always think of very like, you know, beginning, middle, end. But, but a goal could be something that nurtures your soul, feeds your soul. It could be something not achievement-based is what I'm kind of yes. trying to, to really drive home here. It just It's something that's aligned with your values in life, I guess we could say. Yeah, I, I think that is a great way to say it. And, and because I have things in my life that I'm trying to aspire to, as do you, everyone is completely unique, but it's taking that time being mindful and, and thinking about what you want and how you want to show up and what your word, I, the word intention, I guess, is and being mindful about that. Yeah, yeah, that's our next point. Plan your day with intention. So after you have launched yourself out of bed, but been careful doing that, and then you've had a nice drink of water and maybe some coffee, you're going to want to plan your day with intention. And again, you might take all these points and mix them up in your morning, right? Yeah. Because maybe you're exercising before you're planning your day or or you're not doing that. You're doing that later. So try planning your day with intention. Okay, just let's be clear here. We're not talking about day plans here. We're not like plan mm. your teaching day. That's right. I think when, when you, you know, say the words plan the day with intention – I'm thinking uh, like reviewing what is going on within the day for me personally and professionally. What meeting do I have to go to? What, you know, where do I have to be and when? When am I carving in time just for me? What are the areas that I can move around and what are the areas that I have to go to first? And what are my priorities? And getting that onto paper in list format, or I have my own style of list that I use, so that I have it on paper, it's the first step of actualizing the things that you are required to and want to accomplish in a day. What are the most important things that you need to do that day? And then it allows you to visualize it. And honestly, if you are visualizing it, then you're most likely going to carry out those tasks. Isn't that nice that you're working on visualization? Well, I'm literally dumping it on paper so I don't forget that I have to do it. It's but but yeah, yeah, that's more aspirational the way that you just said it. <laughs> so for me, the next 15 minutes of my morning after I'm, I've done my 30 minutes of solitude are dedicated to reviewing my daily schedule and listing the most important things I want to accomplish by the time I go to bed. And I do keep these lists pretty short. So pick those important things and decide what you really want to get done that day. I want to add one more thing to that. Make sure that on that list, you add a few things that are really easy for you to accomplish, but are things that are kind of gnawing away at you a little tiny bit. And also add things that just purely bring you joy. Like make sure that you take the opportunity to call so-and-so and check in. If that's something that brings you joy, add that to your list. Yeah. You know, things that are just purely for you, not things that you're accomplishing. Let's think about the next tip, which is tip number five, move the body. In the morning you get up, and I don't know about everybody else, but sometimes I feel pretty sluggish. I feel very strongly about exercise. It's an awesome way of generating energy too. 
So who doesn't want to start their day with a little bit of energizing? So you might say that you don't like exercise in the morning, and I get that, and time is sometimes very limiting. But for me, I know it's really important to get five or 10 minutes worth of movement to just get the ball rolling and to kind of loosen up joints and muscles. Yeah, you may not have time to exercise in the morning. I completely get that. But what we're suggesting here is, is can you find five minutes to maybe do 25 jumping jacks or walk up and down your hallway or just to take a few minutes to really generate a little bit of energy to get started? And honestly, I mean, not to get into the whole exercising thing, but once you start with that five minutes, you're probably going to want to do a little bit more. And I don't even recommend doing more than 20 minutes of exercise in the morning because not all of us have time for that. And it depends on you and what you want to do and what your life looks like. But when we move our bodies, we do get that much more energy. And that's crucial for being a teacher. We need to bring enthusiasm and energy into our classroom. So if you can, you can just do a few minutes of light stretching. That's also very helpful. And if you can't do that five minutes, start with one minute, that 1% rule, which I really like from Atomic Habits. Start with one minute. The next day you do two minutes and you just try to do this every day and then it can help spark that little bit of energy that will absolutely turn into fire, especially in your classroom. Well, I don't know if you can predict what I'm thinking, but of course I'm thinking the walk, because the walk mm-hmm. is so important. And that's a great way to get a few minutes in or many minutes in, depending on everyone's situation. That's yep. the complexity of it all. Start with walking. Yeah. Good walking for the head clearing great. too. Yeah. yeah. To be able to do that walking, you need to get some uh, fuel into your body, which brings us to tip number six. Right. So you're going to want to fuel yourself right now. Maybe you're eating before you're exercising. Maybe you don't eat breakfast. Okay. You do whatever works for you, but we would suggest getting some more water in your body and eat or drink a healthy breakfast. If we haven't put fuel in our body, then it's possible that blood sugar levels are low, energy is low, and there could be some dehydration there too. So it's super important to replenish our stores, just like we would put gas into our cars after driving. If you don't eat in the morning and you still find yourself with sufficient energy stores, then that's awesome. You keep doing what works. But I find that I have to have something in the morning to keep me going, especially in this profession, because we are moving. We are dealing with many situations that require energy and food will give us energy. Healthy food will give us energy. Okay. So the thing with our profession is, is that let's say you do not eat breakfast. Mm -hmm. Your time is carved out in a way where you can't just stand there or sit there and necessarily eat in front of your students. And that doesn't mean you can never do it. But when you're on, you're on. It's not um, necessarily a great time to savor a meal that you're using to get your day started and and to replenish your body. So if I worked at an office and I skipped my breakfast and I packed something and I thought, I'll eat breakfast at work today, I get to work, I could be sitting at my computer and perhaps I can graze in that moment and I have a little bit of piece to do that. There's going to be demands on your time if you're eating in front of your students. So we are biological creatures. We do require water. Great tip earlier. We do (laughs) require sleep without a snooze or just we require sleep. No snooze. No snooze. We require exercise and we require proper nutrition. And when those things are out of line, it makes it more challenging to, you know, show up for ourselves. Oftentimes, When a person doesn't eat, it can make them maybe, you know, edgy. It can make them feel low. And I don't know that we can afford that. 
in our classrooms because we have so many people taking energy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you know, I don't I've been tell I've been told this advice since I was a kid. All of these pieces of advice, they are so basic and yet yeah. I consistently choose not to fully follow these pieces of advice. And I always see the negative consequences. So I yeah. know how I feel at the end of the day where I've neglected to drink water and eat enough food and it is not good. So I, I have to prioritize that. Do you include all of these into your morning routine? All of these are included in my morning routine. Okay, but do routine. you do the 20 minutes of jumping jacks? I do whatever exercise I feel like doing that day. Yes. I think that one of all of them is going to be the most challenging for anyone listening. Because I- I'm thinking about different stages well, of yeah, life. Yeah, I like, mean, I'm not going to do 20 minutes. I said 20 jumping jacks, not 20 minutes of jumping jacks. Okay, 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 <laughs> still, okay, okay. Yeah, but I'm just thinking, wow, that's a pretty big, okay. Okay, yes. no, no, don't worry. I, I, we're, we're doing an exercise show and you can pick whatever. Look at the choices we have in our lives now. If you, if you're able to, um, you can choose something off YouTube. You, true. Okay. No, I want to swing back to that one though. And I just want to say that the big idea is that if you, if you start moving, it does build energy and it, it, yeah. it kind of, uh, after a brisk walk, if I start that walk feeling really angry and, as you said yep. earlier, grumpy, after that walk, energy is released out of my body and I get home feeling much better. It's the same after eating a really big meal that's made me feel a little bit off. That walk gets things moving in a really positive way. So It's a great hit of dopamine. It's a great hit of dopamine. It's, it's like one of my favorite things to do. So these are tried and true from us. And they really have helped in going into my classroom with a smile, with energy, and making it to the end of the day, still feeling pretty good. But to get there, you prioritized yourself. Every time. That's the big, that's the big that's idea. That's the key. Okay. So these are tips that, you know, you all know, but it's about making sure that you honor and respect that these are things that you need. You need to put yourself first. You need to be able to walk forward healthy so that you can do a very challenging job. That's right. So you can be a high performer in your own life, if possible. Whatever that looks like. Yeah, whatever that looks like. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's it for us today. It is time to start your day. Discover what your own ideal morning routine is and own it. And try to do this with pride, knowing that you're going to wake up every day with purpose. Remember, the whole point of starting your day with these positive habits are actually going to build more positive habits. I'm really big on this. And you're going to become more intentional with meeting goals and designating time. So with a little effort, your routine can become automatic, which will save you so much energy and time in your home life and definitely in your classroom. All right, let's review what we've scooped from the well. Number one, stay away from snoozing if you can. Taking that extra 10 minutes could be the reason that you feel even more tired. Number two, drink water when you wake up and keep doing it all day. We are always on as teachers, so preventing dehydration is crucial. Number three, take the time in the morning to do something that you enjoy. Number four, approach the day with intention. Choose your most important tasks for the day and set your mind on completing them, but keep the list short. Number five, invigorate your body through movement. Even five minutes of movement can generate energy. You don't have to do 20 minutes worth of jumping jacks. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, nourish yourself right. Give your body something to run on so you're not running on fumes during your day. 
We hope that you enjoyed these suggestions on how to conquer your morning routine. Before we bid you farewell now, remember this golden rule. The path to a successful day starts the night before. So don't miss our next episode of EduWell, where we'll dive deep into the realm of sleep, hygiene, and your nightly routine. Say goodbye to those groggy mornings and hello to a classroom experience filled with energy and enthusiasm. Until then, sleep tight and get ready to wake up to a better you. Stay tuned and stay educated. Until next time, be well and do well.